So, we'll go to the twins' house, right? We'll give them their anniversary gifts, and then we'll apologize for trashing their house. And then, we get our special treats. Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Hello and welcome to Rose Tinted Review, the show where every week we pick something that we're feeling nostalgic for. We then revisit and review it to find out if our hindsight is truly 2020 or if we've just been wearing rose tinted glasses. I am your host, Michael Jabez, and I'm joined as always by my good friend and co-host, Connor O'Keen. <clears throat> and then? And, and then we, we talk about uh, the movie. Okay, cool. Now take that and copy paste that ad nauseum okay yeah i'll just like uh, i.e more than once yeah yeah uh and put the put the the funny funny foreigner filter on my voice and oh. we're golden yeah. that's a that's a hilarious intro i'm disappointed you didn't use your you know pre-built-in funny foreigner voice <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for uh that's for the patrons <laughs> this week's episode we are checking out the quintessential stoner comedy dude where's my car from the year 2000. This movie is 22 years old now. Yeah. Two friends and potheads, Jesse and Chester, attempt to discover what happened the previous night after they cannot find their car. Along the way, they stumble across a host of crazy characters. Uh, this film is uh, written by Philip Stark, directed by Danny Lehner, stars Aston Kutcher and Sean William Scott amongst a, a host of crazy characters like like we previously <laughs> described. Uh-huh. Oh boy. Oh boy indeed. I feel so. like this is a perfect pick because we have not had some truly like aged poorly stuff for a very <laughs> long time. <laughs> we haven't discovered really old milk on this show in a while, <laughs> you're right. We've had like Oh, you know, it's 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 from the eighties. It's from the seventies, so it's a bit corny, or like you know, it's, uh, it's of uh. the style at the time. Where there's plenty of stuff in this that's just like, yeah, this isn't even you know defendable for the year two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, we've we've defended some some two thousandisms on this show uh, previously, and I I will I'm sure we will continue to do so in future <laughs> episodes. I would like to put to you that this movie wasn't even good in the year two thousand. I I. I want to hear where you're coming to this movie from. Okay. I fucking hated this movie as a kid. <laughs> okay, I right. really, this was like one of the first things. I remember it was the same friend who, uh, a kid over the road who really liked Adam Sandler movies. And I remember <laughs> watching these fucking Adam Sandler movies with him and trying to laugh along, trying to to fit in. I did the same with this movie and this movie I fucking hated for it. I, I couldn't even do it anytime. Like with the Adam Sandler stuff, I would sit through it anytime. I was like, you want to watch 50 First Dates again? I'm like, sure. I love 50 First Dates. Uh, anytime I Dude Where's My Car was on the menu. I love Yeah. <laughs> anytime, anytime Memento but a stoner comedy was on, on offer, <laughs> i.e. this film, nah, I had to get the fuck out of there because I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And so I was curious to see how, if my feelings towards this had changed, uh, you know, if I, I don't know if if just I I kind of find myself occasionally pining for the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I thought maybe this would would scratch that itch. Uh, but no, I, I think 
And, and I'll tell you what, I went one step further. I knew that you were not going to watch this movie stoned, so I took it upon <laughs> myself to watch this movie in the oh, state of mind, the hero, the state of being. The yes, hero I took a fucking, review re- deserves. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Um, and it did not make the movie any better. I'm sorry. Oh, no. This movie is fucking trash. It's always been fucking trash. This movie is shit. <laughs> This is fucking garbage. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> we intercepted an interstellar message that leads us to believe that last night you were in possession of the Continuum Transfunctioner. Where is it now? The who what? The Continuum Transfunctioner is a very mysterious and powerful device. And? And its mystery is exceeded only by its power. I'm sorry, but we don't remember a thing about last night. You must be careful. Danger follows the continuum transfunctioner. So says Zoltan. Zoltan. Uh, and, and like stoner comedies are, uh, they're a fucking mixed bag. They're, they're very hit and miss. You do kind of have to be a fucking stoned idiot to get much out of them. But I, I very recently watched Freddy Got Fingered for the first time and I found that, I was won over by that. I found that really fucking charming in how ridiculous it is, in how stupid it is. I think it's got a, a charm to it. I think it's largely a uh, harmless movie. <laughs> I still, th- I like Tenacious D and The Pick of Destiny. That's a stoner comedy, but it's got other things going for it and they are endearing, mm. you know? There are other, th- this kind of like dum-dum duo dynamic has been done in other things that aren't necessarily stoner comedies but have a similar uh, absurd bent and similar, yes. you know, yes. reliance on on these kind of tropes and stuff. And and there are examples of that kind of movie that I like a lot more than this movie. This is just bottom of the fucking barrel. This is garbage. And I want to know why the fuck you subjected <laughs> me to it. <laughs> Suddenly I feel like I'm in the police station going, where were you between the hours of midnight and 2 a.m.? <laughs> okay. Okay. As we go through this, this is this movie is a is is a broken clock. And it is right twice a day. Yeah, sure, sure. I think with that caveat, I can agree with almost everything you just said. Kind of. I'm coming from it from a very different place. I don't think you need to be a stoner to enjoy stoner comedies because I've never. Oh, I don't think you need to be a stoner, but I think it fucking helps. (laughs) I I am not a stoner. I've watched many stoner comedies. Uh, I I am finding myself enjoying them less than when I was a teenager, though. Uh huh. This was peak dumb. Horny idiot teenager hours watching with your friends, yeah, giggling at stuff. So yeah, when you said Adam Sandler, I thought like yeah, Billy Madison, similar sort of thing. Yeah. I, I loved that as a little kid as well. I say a little like you know ten or eleven sort of, mm-hmm. or just into your teens. You know Adam Sandler doing funny voice, I thought was funny. Then this comes along pro- oh, when I'm like twelve or thirteen and and think it's fucking funny. I think just because sounds like you as a child had like a better developed sense of humor. So <laughs> the like Maybe. the lazy jokes didn't work on you. But for, for me as a kid, I was like, oh, it's fucking funny. You, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, there was a shit ton of this stuff that I found funny about this movie. And mm. when it's not funny, they're just like, hey, do you like tits? And they're just putting that on screen and all, all, all those sorts of things to try. <laughs> and like, oh, yeah. <laughs> It's Christy Boner. <laughs> Slow-mo. <laughs> gratuitous everything. Screw, <laughs> Bucks and blonde. Who is, who is this supposed to be? What age? She's supposed to be like 
How old are these people? I don't know. This is it's a weird one. It's it's funny looking at this through the lens of like today's slightly more uh, conscious. Uh, like people are about like how Hollywood casts things. Yeah. And this is that typical thing of like these fucking stoner nerd losers who are played by like Hollywood hunks. And <laughs> even like, you know, your Zoltan, who is even bottom or, or of the barrel pathetic mm. nerd dweeb is like, he's a handsome looking dude. <laughs> Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, look at this ugly man, ugly, ugly man with really traditional, like, attractive yeah. looks. Yeah, look, I will say, if you're looking for for like eye candy, this movie uh, delivers. Uh, and like Tommy, it's like he's all like my stepdad's pickup truck. Like he looks you're like he's 30. fucking yeah, thirty five, <laughs> fucking like dimpled chin, like yeah, yeah, bodybuilder. Which, there's so much in this movie that if if it seemed like it was self aware. I would find it funnier, but I can't. I can't tell. I don't think a lot of this stuff that makes me laugh is trying to. I think. I think it's making the joke for the wrong reasons, and I'm laughing for the right reasons. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I think there's. I think the majority of the jokes are probably that. I feel like there's kind of there's some very slight examples of giving it a little bit more credit of like. These guys are stoners and not that it's particularly funny, but like the when they're in the Zoltan barn, he's he's like gesturing over to him as they're, they're like fumbling with the keys. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hit him with the fucking fire extinguisher yeah. and he's doing all the finger things and he's whispering it out and stuff. And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't get it. And then he like walks over and the exaggeration of going over and like yeah, demonstrating. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the yeah, whole yeah. time he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Are you deaf? And it's like the other guy's so much of a stoner that he doesn't see the problem in just doing it himself as well. Like he doesn't see the uh, irony in that. And so it's like uh, there's uh. a little bit of like that that joke feels like it's built up on there's the second layer of like, oh, he's so much a stoner too. He's making fun of the stoner for being a stoner yeah. and not being yeah. able to pay attention, but he's not paying attention any either. So that feels slightly more self-aware than some of the stuff. Sure. Yeah, but- yeah. No, this, again, there are some there are some jokes in here. I'm like, ah, oh, that lands or like that is so fucking dumb that it does make me laugh. And I think that's uh, the we'll, thing. We'll get into this. That when I was, I watched this just like over and over with like a couple of my really close mates. It was one of those things that, S- sounding similar to your situation, but not as negative. Like whenever my mate was over and it was like, oh, what are we going to watch? It's just like, oh, let's just chuck on Dude Where's My Car. And we'd fucking like yeah. quote the entire movie to each other. Yeah. And yep, yep. a similar kind of thing to what I just talked about in the Mighty Boosh episode. But I feel like the Mighty Boosh has some legitimately good comedy stuff going for it more than Dude Where's yeah. My Car. But it's that uh-huh. similar thing of in the Mighty Boosh, I said- once you're used to all of the standout jokes and you're re-watching it over and over, you start noticing all these like little weird things that you yeah. never noticed before yeah. and you and it takes you off guard just being like, why the fuck do you say that word that way? Mm. And where in this, it's a little bit more like, well, I, as a teenager, I would have been like the same thing. And and now watching it, I'm like, yes, a lot of those jokes, they're pretty lazy. They're, they're not that good. Yeah. And then there'll just be something that catches me off guard with like a cut or something. And it's and it's just yeah, I really like like that stuff. And me and my friends would like hone in on those right. and just and just fucking like quote them to Man, each other all I, the time. I feel like this, there is uh, I I can't believe that you are suggesting that 
there is like depth to this comedy that there is like scratch the surface and ooh, you find a little bit more. This is like no, no, so no, 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 surface no. level. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. It's not okay. that it isn't. It's not that it's like oh, there's like this. I thought you meant that. Thing. I thought you were saying that. No, no, no I thought you were saying that it, it works like the Mighty Boosh, where like rewatches, you'll you'll pick up on stuff you didn't see the first time, like. It's just, it's just, there's something that's like, it's not the main gag, but just something, the in-between thing or something, a little, a little like yeah. sound or I, something they say or something that I go, huh, that's, that's funny. And oh, man. me and my friends uh, yeah. would just like over-exaggerate those things. I'm not, uh, I'm not okay. at all saying like, oh, I dig a little deeper and you know, there's the dungeon, <laughs> the rough. Okay, no, sure. No, no, no. Not that, not that you're not allowed to say that. It's just, I, I, yeah, I would, I would, I would disagree. No, absolutely. No, I think that well and truly this watch through, it feels longer than an hour and 23 minutes. <laughs> Man, and I will say like um, whenever we talk about a, a movie, especially a comedy that's like, you know, ooh, has it aged poorly? It's it's usually the, or when I hear other people talk about this sort of thing, I assume that the it's aged poorly is because, you know, of something that, that we see now is problematic or, or whatever. I don't think it's even that. It's not that the, the jokes are, you know, inappropriate by, you know, today's standards or, or whatever. It's that they weren't fucking funny at the time. Sure. But then, like, there, there's a little there's bit like, of... There's, there's like, a, 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 like 10% of the jokes in this movie uh, is stuff that, that w- wouldn't fly today. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, in, sure. insensitive. It's not, and, it's and not the majority the rest of, it is of just, them. No, the majority of the material is just fucking bad yeah but that's the only difference is that those 10 percent now stand out as none you can say none of them were funny then basically uh but that's the thing with with jokes that when they land you know you can sometimes give it a little bit more credit because you know it's well thought out and it's not just you know making fun of you know some stereotype or some insensitivity and then when it doesn't land then that's that's when it's like oh no that doesn't work that's just showing something and yeah 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 when you look at all those other jokes that aren't based on as much of an insensitivity, insensitivity thing, then they're just not funny. You're just like, oh, that wasn't funny. Yeah. Where then the stuff that that falls flat that is insensitive, you go like, that's not funny and it's offensive. <laughs> well, I think, you know what, in, in this weird, like, uh, paradoxical way, this movie is so unfunny that the unfunny jokes that were di- were really insensitive made me laugh the hardest <laughs> because I was just like fuck me yes you know yeah, it was yeah. like a uh, it was a, that, that a nervous sh- out laughter of, not even nervous just out of like a good grief like this is so shit uh, but let's let's get into it I I am I'm excited to talk about this with you man <laughs> I I wrote shitloads of notes wow okay I um I wrote my notes but then like I couldn't find them the next day i can't remember where they are <laughs> very very walked clever. around all over the place <laughs> you don't remember man you must have been writing notes last night gone <laughs> go we're looking for jesse and chester have you seen them who are you we're extremely hot chicks with large breasts really do you mind if i touch your face it's the only way i can really see who i'm talking to okay wow you are hot even though it felt long, because I think the the way that the structure of the movie is, it's all these like you know little bit scenes. Yeah, these little vignettes that that they're so, so don't really go anywhere. No, it, some it's of them just, do. Some of them sort of take us to the next plot point. Some of them don't go anywhere at all. But because there's so many like short little ones, it makes everything feel way longer. Yeah, because you're like, oh man, there's like a million scenes. So it did feel like it dragged a little bit. 
I did enjoy my watching this time through, but mm. I think it was purely out of the nostalgia quality. Sure, of like sure. I was I felt like I was more smiling or laughing at the jokes, remembering me laughing at them with my friends sure. as a teenager. Yeah. And sure, be like, sure, oh, sure. I remember when I used oh, to yeah, think that was, was some the stuff funniest in here. fucking shit in the world. Yeah, there's some stuff in here that I, I laughed at just remembering how funny I found that line as a mm. kid or whatever. But like as soon as it starts, the whole the the tone of it immediately with the the f- space shit the, I'm gr- immediately groaning and then a few seconds later I see I feel myself smiling and I'm like ooh am I going to be charmed by this overall am I going to come out of this loving this and then the fucking CG rat girl is on screen it was a cat sorry it was a cat but it looks like a rat and I was like no I'm out I'm out I made note of Philip Stark being the writer and Danny Lena being the director. I was like, you, you fuckers, you just you're on the, the list. list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and like straight away, I'm like, where are the jokes? Where are the fucking jokes? Is this supposed to be like they're, they're just talking and saying shit? Is this supposed to be relatable? Is this supposed to be absurd? Is this supposed to be funny? Because it's not any of those things. It manages to skirt this no man's land around all three of those, those options. Yeah, I think the absurdity factor should be higher. Or I feel like they yes. feel like it's higher and it isn't. No. Or no. it's in this weird unevenness where when they go, like they're stoners and stuff. So, you know, oh, they're fucking high. Who knows what they're, you know, how they're interpreting the world or whatever. Uh, but it's uh. all these characters that are like not related to them that are acting the weirdest and out- most outlandish and yeah, not themselves. Yeah. Like the lady at the um at the the impound lot, yeah, and she's just like cackling laughter, and she's like, "I'm gonna have to confiscate your pinky." And it's just yeah, so over of, the yeah, top, yeah, yeah. and you're like, "Okay," but then there's so much other stuff that's like really, really just flat and mundane the whole time. Yeah, and it's it's almost like I I can't tell if Mr. Stark uh, and Mr. Lena think that these characters are cool. Are they supposed to be kind of hip and like, <laughs> yeah, we're stoners, but we don't give a fuck. I don't get it. It's hard to tell because, you know, they're treated like nerds and they're like, oh, we're going to bash you up and stuff. But it's like, oh, but they've got super duper hot Hollywood, you know, Jennifer Gardner girlfriends as well. Like, Yeah, yeah. Uh, and none of this and none of this stuff is like played up. Like I really like the, the trope of uh, 30 year olds playing high school kids is really fucking funny. Mm, mm. It just in and of itself. If they were like playing that up, sure, that would have been great. But it feels like it's just it just is that thing. It's just contributing to that that the glut of that um that trope, you know? Yeah. And dude, it hit me like a fucking like a kick to the fucking chest when what's his name? Gene comes out of the closet and I was like, oh it's all coming back to me. And as he's going back in the into the closet, they ADR'd him saying shibby. Yeah, and that's yeah. the first. That's the first use of that line that I heard in the movie. I was like, okay, that's ADR, and that's a catchphrase. And then it all came back. I was like, oh no, oh, they no. say shibby. Oh no, I remember saying shibby with my friends. Oh no, yeah. that's <laughs> probably the one thing that wasn't nostalgic to to think of. Was like, ah oh, shit, I used to say that with my friends all oh. the time. All the rest well, of the I- quoting, it's like, ah oh, fucking, you know, forgive them. They're thirteen year olds. When but, I messaged you saying, oh. is 2 p.m. okay to record today and you said shibby, I, I wanted to drive over to your house and fucking slap you, cunt. <laughs> Their whole dynamic is kind of like, uh, it's it's reminiscent of better 
you know, dumb, dumb duo stuff. Like it feels it a little Bill and Ted, but without the charm. Yeah, I think this was my first dumb, dumb duo thing. And after, yeah, seeing Bill and Ted like much later um, and only like recently, like what, last year, seeing the third one that finally came out. Yeah. I think that- well, when you look at the original movie, it has as wacky of a, like, dude, where's my car's not going? Like, oh, it's Bill and Ted, but there's aliens from outer space and there's yeah, all this yeah. shape-shifting stuff. It's like, no, Bill and Ted fucking go back in time. Yeah, to Bill and Ted's bunch way, of different way weirder. His, yeah, historical figures for their fucking history assignment. Like, it's already really fucking absurd. And, and yeah, just doing it just straight up better. And yeah, when I was watching the third Bill and Ted last year, I was, yeah, I think I'm like, I think I've started enjoying these movies enough that I can like, that they replace, I have a fonder sense of Bill and Ted now than I have a fonder sense of Dude Wears My Car, even though I've watched Dude Wears My Car like 10 times as many times. Because there is like a real wholesomeness to the Bill and Ted stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a charm. You can make these characters charming. Where I find very, very rarely these guys- Charming and endearing on this rewatch. Yes, but yes. there is a couple, a couple of times where you yeah, go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, God bless them. They're just a bunch of idiots. Like when yeah. they go to the Spaceorama and they're looking outside, they're like, cool. And they look up at the sign and then it just cuts back and they're, and they're both yeah, doing yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's that's just yeah, fun. And when he's like, you know, I'm going to have my stuff. next birthday party here. And he's like, sure thing, dude. Like that's <laughs> that stuff. They're, they're kind of childish, but genuine enthusiasm yes. is almost endearing. Mm. But that's not... And uh, that's not, like, driven home enough. No. As, like, a defining trait of them as characters. Like, at times they're kind of blasé and, and, like, mocking other people. At times they're the butt of the joke but don't realise it. At times, like, it never feels like you get a real good sense of who these dudes are and, and like them for it. No. You're always kind of like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. This movie is trying to be Bill and Ted. This is not far off Evil, evil Bong. For anybody who doesn't know, oh, there is a, a series of stoner movies called Evil, the, the Evil Bong movies, and they are appallingly shit. They are just they are just like astounding in their shitness. That is what a movie like this produces. Shit produces worse imitations of shit. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. That is this I, movie's legacy. I have not watched the Evil Bong movies myself, but I have heard of their you know infamy. Uh-huh. You say Evil Bong is the shit that shit produces because dude where's my car is the shit i think that dude where's my car is the american pieification of a bill and ted movie that's a really good way of putting it but they're making it like pg-13 at the same time so they can't have as much like sex and gratuitous nudity yeah, as an american right. pie they've got to like like yeah pull it back to like oh look it's wet t-shirts and yes fake yes, boobs yes, yes, yes. expanding in crop tops uh-huh. but yeah like i think the like the sean william scott is you know obviously like he is in american pie uh-huh. and he feels like he's bringing a lot of that energy man he, like he really thrived in this era <laughs> yeah god, he did god bless him um, was he also and, dukes and of hazard i can't remember he was he was in Jesus. dukes of hazard and and you know to his credit he does play this role well, and he is he is the most endearing uh, of the two of them, I think. He does look like a monkey, so watch, him watching the monkey, monkey on TV scratch. is pretty funny, you know. It's fucking low-hanging fruit, but I'll take it. Uh, and there's something about Sean William Scott looking distressed that makes me upset. I don't like seeing him upset. So during the scene where the dog smoked the weed, 
and that's oh, the joke. Yeah. The joke is that the dog smokes weed, uh, and, and then the he goes to like take the, the puppet dog, and it snarls at him, and he looks really upset. That breaks my heart, and I remember that that look really like <laughs> hitting me, like making me go oh, as a kid as well. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Very protective of his pipe. When other people touch it, it does not like. Sorry, Jackal. Yeah, see, he's sorry. And uh, yeah, yeah, it still, still, still does the same thing. I don't know why. There's lots of things that I, I don't know why about this movie. Like, yeah, the joke of Nelson being this, like, you know, Buddhist, spiritually dude who like talks like Yoda. I thought it was Rob Schneider. Backwards. I thought it was Rob Schneider at first, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, it's Dime Store Rob Schneider. Are I you pref- fucking kidding I me? I prefer Dime Store Rob Schneider than Rob Schneider in that role. I don't sure, think. Sure. I think it's better without him. But like, uh-huh. yeah, and he just, you know, and the Cookie's Fortune. He just talks. Reverse like backwards like Yoda and stuff. And it's yeah, like sure, right. but then when when they call up uh, to to like ask for help again, and Tommy's there, and all the boys have like captured Nelson, and they're fucking like got him in headlocks, and they're like slapping his I'm tummy, giving him noogies in a pink belly. Yeah, yeah, that made me laugh. It's bad karma, boys. <laughs> I just laugh at that so hard. I don't know why. Yeah, that that gag that um that shot made me laugh. <laughs> Just like the idea that the the insidious torture that these bullies are putting them through is noogies and pink bellies, like it's so it's that's that's juvenile and silly in a way that I find endearing. Mm. And it's weird, like the, the it's a stoner comedy. These these people obviously love weed, apparently, but when they have like the 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 dog gets stoned and then it's got like a POV shot of like weird, oh yeah, like visuals. water like, ripple. Not- Rainbow yeah, colors? it's like that's not what weed does, you fucking poser. But then maybe that's the point. Maybe I'm being fucking trolled. Maybe, you maybe know. you are. I don't know. It's infuriating. I don't know if it is that Philip Stark and Danny uh, Lena have never actually smoked a joint in their life or whether, you know, maybe there's something about, you know, a PG-13 comedy movie you can't depict the effects of drugs, you know, in a in a yeah, accurate way, or maybe yeah, it's sure. just you know it's just movie movie logic, like laziness. Maybe it's maybe it's like maybe there's a rich uh, you know history of of stoner comedies that I'm not aware of that I don't have the appreciation for, and that's how you depict yeah, weed dude. in a stoner comedy. Haven't you seen you know? Reefer Madness? <laughs> I just, do. I've got a fucking copy of it up on my just shelf. Just like that. The original stoner comedy. Now, if we're going through this movie chronologically, which it feels like we are, which which works for me because much like our stoned idiot protagonists, I was a stoned idiot while watching this movie, and so I'm I'm kind of having to retrace my steps here as I look through my notes. Yeah. So at this point in the movie, we are up to the Chinese food. Yes. Um, voice box, and then gag. Yeah. Again, this was one of the first things that made me laugh out loud in the movie and it was for just the shock of like, oh, yeah, this was like a thing and this was like a quoted thing. Oh, and, people and, quoted it all the time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And and the bit, like any, any, I don't know, bone you could throw this thing, you know, evaporates pretty fucking quickly. The, the bit wears really thin really quick. But I do remember like explaining this scene to my dad the first time I heard it, the first time I saw it, because it made me laugh as a kid uh, yeah. just because it was like silly, silly accents and shit. And I remember like going home and being like, oh, what was, what was this movie? And it was okay, but there was this scene with it. it was, oh, my God, you know? Oh, God. I, there's still something I find funny about like the editing of the cutting back and forwards between. It does wear thin really quickly. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm not I'm not trying to like, you know, give it bonus points. But there's something I love about the how aggressive Asin Kutcher is saying no and then. And yeah. it cuts back and forth really and quickly. I feel, same- I feel like they use the same take multiple times. Yeah, like, yeah, I think so exactly too. Exactly the same. And I really like it. And then just like the... No and then! No and then! No and then! Just like the shaking his head and like saying like no and then like drawn yeah. out. It's just something funny that like, you know, almost everything that I find funny about this movie literally comes down to like, ha ha, they, they kind of say the word a little funny or they do a funny like motion and that's what my friends would like replicate. Yeah, and we would sure, just quote sure. to each other, and that was fun. I think like this and a lot of the other gags in this movie, the problem is that they wear thin because they are repeated so many fucking times. Like if if this- And they're not particularly clever. They're like, you know, cheap knock-knock jokes where you're kind of like, oh, I get it, but I'm not really going Sure, sure. But like, but everyone's, but I mean, like, I mean, I'm a sucker for a good knock-knock joke, but don't keep going with the fucking knock-knock joke. Tell it and move on. If they spent half the time on this joke and just moved on to the next joke, it'd probably be a fine joke. I'd probably- you know, chuckle at it genuinely, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And I will say uh, this, this fucking is a recurring thing. We've, we've talked about the eye candy in this movie. Ashton Kutcher is a fucking babe, dude. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher is a good looking dude. An angry Ashton Kutcher. When he starts y- yanking on the fucking Chinese food box, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> find him at a convention dressed as a Chinese food box. And, <laughs> you know, a line that, that follows that scene uh, with the Chinese food, when their mate, their uh, you know Buddhist mate or whatever, leaves oh them. Oh my god! I know what you're saying. It's like <laughs> sure, you were, you're the one who called the Dalai Lama a fag. That made me laugh so hard as a kid, and it still makes me laugh. It yeah. still makes me laugh. I forgot. I forgot that that was the reason why they get kicked out of the car. Like one of them's like, acting like it's because he went aggro on the Chinese, yeah, <laughs> like ordering box, I, and it's I like no, think, it's really they've offended him because they said. Well, that. I like that because it, like what a fucking absurd thing to say. How did that come up in conversation? Yeah, yeah. And and like for that to upset someone enough that they leave you on the street, I think that's funny. Yeah, that made me laugh. And then we get the the fucking more eye candy. What's her name? Something Boner. Look, it's Chrissy Boner. Wow, the hottest of the hot. Of Fuego, of all that is El Fuego. Christy Boner, sorry. Yeah, Christy Boner uh, with her hoo-hoos. This is a movie for little boys. It is. This isn't like... You'd think stoner comedy would be like an American Pie would be. Oh, well, I guess American Pie is probably for like younger teen audiences were also like, you know, targeted or it was very effective for them. But you think like stoner comedy where these dudes are like adults, that they're, they're man children, but they're adults. You'd think it would be other like stoners. But mm. really, mm. it's like, no, when they're talking about who who's and stuff. Mm. This is for like 10 and 11 year olds. Of yeah, when I first exactly. Saw it, basically. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this this movie uh, would have would have awakened a lot. Yeah, man, I love that sound effect when she pull, grabs Aston Kutcher's hand and puts it on her on her tit, and it goes like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> When you first grabbed a titty, were you like upset that it didn't make that sound? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There weren't choirs and, and angels and shit. It's like, oh, maybe I'm gay. I didn't hear the I didn't hear I didn't hear the music. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this part in the movie, this point in the movie is where we get into uh, some of the more regrettable uh, material, mainly around uh, the Tanya, the, the 
transsexual stripper, stripper the gender and, like, challenged male that's that's the joke that's the joke you know? oh, like yeah that's... i think that that's the only problem with that joke is that that is the joke yes yeah 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 100 percent I think that that gag, even as a kid, when you know, in in fucking two thousand or two thousand one, whenever I first saw this, it felt kind of mean spirited. Yeah, no, I never. That was something I never laughed at as a kid. No. I'm not just trying to say this to be woke. No, guys. no, it was. No, like, no, it always I never like, laughed just at felt the mean. The the oh no, that girl's got a dick. It, it's, yeah, it's like there's no joke there, and it's it's no, really exactly. fucking weird and confusing. Like the logic of these jokes because. She is played by a female actress. Yeah. And they've just shoved a sock in, in her panties. Yeah. Basically. And they're like, oh, no, that that's not a woman. That's a, that's a trans woman. And then later we get to see her partner, who is supposed to be a trans man. Yeah. But, this- they, but it's still a female actress with, like, painted on beard. So it's like, yeah. where's the logic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, what is what is the joke here? There is no joke here. It's just it's silly. It's strange. It's strange. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's dumb in the in the worst way. Although when they keep showing like crash zooms on the on the <laughs> on the dick, I I I chuckled. Willies are funny. Willies are silly. Crash zooms w- on Willies are funny. Crash zooms. Crash zoom on Willie made me lol. All right. <laughs> Nothing about the insensitivity of the of the joke made me laugh, but a crash zoom on a Willie, he got me. Disembodied Willie, regardless of of what human being it is attached to, Connor will laugh if it's crash zoomed on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we got the garbage scene, the scene of them trying to move the garbage out of the yeah. out of the room. That's that's charming for a for a minute. That's cute for a minute. Yeah, I always found it really gross. The like black, oh, the garbage gar- gravy that's fucking oh, spewing out yeah, of it from the from the unicorn puncture. But there's something yeah. about the like the one Mountain Dew bottle cap on the top that like yeah, falls yeah. in the slow mo and it's like leave it. He's like let it go. And he's like we're not leaving it behind. And yeah. then when they finally, when the twins finally walk back in, like what the hell? And like all yeah. of the garbage bags just randomly explode and burst open. That's yeah. really dumb. But like those are like puppet bags of garbage. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, there's something cute about that and, like, that whole exchange of the, you know, it's one bottle cap and, you know, leave it. No, I'm not leaving it behind. That treating something so absurd with sincerity works here mm, mm. because it, I don't know, it commits to both aspects of that. Uh, it commits to both aspects in a way that makes the joke work. Yeah, and I think it's a little, it keeps it a little absurdity bit when they get thrown out of the house and, like, they're literally, like, thrown all the way down the lawn and, like, yeah, land into yeah. the fence. And it's like, yeah. the, tw- the twins did that? Yeah. But then that sort of disappears again and we don't, like, it's not kept at a consistent level of absurd. No, no, that's the problem. The consistency of the absurdity and the consistency of, like, because uh, that, like, getting thrown onto the lawn thing, it feels like such a, a trope. This feels like a mashup of all these, like, things that just happen in movies that we don't yeah. know where they came from. I, I wish that they'd leaned into that a bit more and had more fun with, you know, kind of uh, uh, parodying that that stuff. Yeah. But, again, that would require some some self-awareness and not just putting putting them in your movie because that's genuinely how you think a movie is is supposed to play out. This movie has all the consistency of the garbage gravy. <laughs> Now the 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 tattoo bit, the dude sweet back sweet and dude, forth. Yeah. Did that work for you as a kid? I'm gonna say yes, 
But, uh, but shamefully, yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. This was one of the most irritating parts of the movie for me as a kid, and it still is. It's not funny. It's immediately not that funny. No. And the way that they keep laboring it. Oh, my God. We do get shirtless Ashton Kutcher, though, and hell yeah. And some sick Adidas jumpsuits. Uh-huh. And a funny kaleidoscope bit. Yeah. With, it, with, with again, a foreign man. We get more shirtless Ashton Kutcher in the... In the uh, Buster Move music video. Uh, yes, yes. As he's uh, ejaculating sunscreen all <laughs> over himself. As you do. As you do. I, I do kind of like the, again, it's like everything that I find funny about this movie is just like, it made me like barely chuckle. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to, yeah, that's, that's like the heights that it gets to me. But they have this whole music video and they're like, holy shit. I can't, but like we're looking for our car because it's got the girlfriend's, uh, the twins' girlfriend's anniversary gift in it. So we've got to find our mm. car. But holy shit, we got this new car and it's this Mercedes and there's mm. this whole music video for it. And then it ends and he's just like, man, I can't believe we leased a car. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, there's some ga- some some lines like that that um yeah sound like you know good lines from a from a Bill and Ted or from like a Zucker Brothers film or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the the them making out at the at the traffic lights next to Fabio and his girlfriend, that's funny. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And and the fact that Fabio yes, and the, the other two they Fabio. get mad and like speed off, <laughs> it's even funnier. There's a line in here uh, that I'm like, ah, oh, god damn it! I wish they'd like done something more with that. The the thing where he's like, you know, but who's Johnny Pot Smoker? That's my alter ego. Oh wait, no, I thought that was my alter ego. No, that's my alter ego. Your alter ego is Smokey McPot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that could have gone somewhere funny if they've both been sharing an alter ego and they, like, have some, like, existential crisis around yeah, that. Yeah, like, I don't sure. know. You know, that, that has legs. But they're not interested in anything with legs. No, they've no. Got, if- they've got... They've got hot, hot, uh, what, big, big-breasted slots? Is that what they keep calling them? I don't know. <laughs> they call themselves hot chicks. Yeah, that, they, well, they call themselves hot chicks, yes. That's the thing, like, that, I think you're right, like, where it's like, oh, that could be funny, but instead it's like there's that exchange, which isn't that funny, and then they're like, well, we'll, we'll like, we'll play it back when the pizzas arrive and Smoky McPot ordered them, and it's like, that's the, that's the payoff for yeah. the callback of it, and it's like, yeah. oh, you're kind of calling it back with something not that funny that wasn't funny in the first place. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the, the, yes, that's how, like, jokes work, and- callbacks and structures in a movie can work but it's got to be funny in the first place yeah yeah totally uh the the hot chicks are indeed hot chicks and if you know sometimes that's enough and for the the scene with the popsicle hell it's enough (laughs) fucking jesus i i i laugh at the like the little expression of because they're always saying like we're hot chicks and all the guys that are seeing them are like yes you are (laughs) 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 but then when they go to the um go to the park because they get sent to the twins and the twins are like who are you guys and then just like one of the side girls is like we are not guys we are hot chicks and the twin look at her like what the fuck did you just say (laughs) like it's so weird but like it's one of those things where it's like only the girls are noticing the absurdity because the guys are just like, uh, <laughs> hot woman in front of me. <laughs> Again, that that kind of childish thing that these characters occasionally have 
shines through in little moments like where they're being arrested and I think it's Sean William Scott's character is like, you're pinching me like that. <laughs> that makes me laugh. And then when we get to the the police station, this is the only gag in the movie, by the way, that genuinely made me laugh really hard as a kid and I still think is very fucking funny, uh, is the dummy being beaten up in the interrogation room. Mm. Is so fucking absurd and it, I don't know, man, in a way that really fucking wins me over. It feels like it could be a Zucker Brothers film gag. But it's it's like that gag could have gone on a bit longer and gotten even more absurd and been even funnier. It's like they, they drag out the jokes that aren't funny enough to be jokes in the first place and they cut short the stuff that's actually kind of funny and inspired. Yeah, yeah. Hey, leave him alone. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> Just him, like, sipping the coffee first to, yeah, like, like, show how hot it ooh. is. <laughs> Throwing it in his face and then flinching and shit. It's funny. It feels like uh, in Top Secret where they've got, like, the... They're doing weird shit to, like, torture the, the prisoners yeah, and yeah. stuff. You know? I really like the Rick character. Again, yeah, there's side there's characters in this movie that I think is really funny. something about fu- like, that actor that's really funny. The way that he, like, holds his mouth and he talks. His big glasses. The big and, like, glasses. This, the way, yeah, like you say, the way he talks, the fact that he is so, like, kind of timid and polite but, like, wants to be their mate and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. something when really endearing the, about that character. The handshake and, and then he's, like, psych and he's, like, ah. Who's yeah, the he's like it, yeah, 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 just yeah. like the way that he's like, yeah, and and the Playing way that along. um, yeah, and the way that they interact with him is like they're not like oh this guy's uncool they're like nice to him and shit yeah like when he when he fucks them over twice each time they're just like oh, Rick yeah <laughs> I really like that we finally meet the uh, the keepers the uh what do they call them totally gay nordic dudes nordic dudes yes <laughs> uh and i like them i really like them they're fucking <laughs> funny i'm so sick of hearing about this continuum transfunctioner thing i'll tell you what, if one more person have you found asked the continuum transfunctioner who are you guys we are the keepers of the continuum transfunctioner uh, especially the one the the one with like the more the one with the the severe five head uh, the, I think he's in like the maroon kind of. Yeah, this guy yeah, in black yeah, the maroon then, like, one. I was like, the they're red, in the two different coloured leather. Just to say which colour leather, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I love him when he's um he's the one that says like that is not the continuum transfunctioner, and he like goes yeah. up on his tippy toes every time he's yeah. talks. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. When, he's, when they're at the um when he said they send him to the Chinese food place. Yeah, and he's like, could I get some fried rice? <laughs> I like that bit. Now, did you and your friends do the Zoltan thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so did we. Yeah. And I like the the line when they, they see the big house and uh, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher goes like, whoa, is this where Zoltan li- <clears throat> Is this where Zoltan lives? Like the <laughs> fact that he is excited and then tries to disguise how excited he is, there's some, I don't know. It's like that feels like uh, a joke from a previous draft where they were going to play up him being excited about Zoltan or something. That they left in. Yeah, you know? yeah, it does feel left in. It's so... Again, it's one of those things like, more of that, mm. less of all this other shit. And I like the when they go into the barn and it's like, is whoa, it is that a barn? And it's like, is it is it red? No, <laughs> then it's not, not a barn. It's not a barn. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, my that's friends funny. would always, always say that to each other. Again, we got, we got funny man with a lisp. In funny the- man with a lisp is very, very yeah. clever. Let's 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 take some time away from like racial stereotype funny voices to have <laughs> funny voices of a different kind. <laughs> and Ashton, Ashton Kutcher gets in on it and starts mocking him. 
They're like, they knocked us out and stole our clothes. <laughs> no, we didn't. Yes, you did. No, we did. Yeah. And that is the joke. That is the joke. Funny fat man has funny, funny cheek wiggles when he, when he has his lisp. Yeah. Get it? Funny, pretty good joke is when they're like walking through the, the, the barn compound and it's this weird cult and they're in these dumb bubble wrap uh, spacesuits and they walk yeah. past one of the living quarters and there's like all of the, the, the beige clothes set up. This is creepy. It's like a country music video. <laughs> yeah. When they, uh, they encounter the, what are they, emus? Ostriches. Ostriches, excuse me. I like that. That's, that whole sequence kind of goes by uh, really unnoticed for me, although it's, it's weirdly one of the most distinct sequences in my brain from, like, seeing it as a kid. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like o- puppet ostrich, like, poking yeah. through the top of the car and hitting him in the head. Everything else, not really. Yeah. the car, I, For some reason, I've always thought this, like, when I first saw it and it's, like, popped into my head every single time I watch the movie is when they jump into that car running away from the ostriches. For a second, I think, like... They're going to realize like, oh, shit, this is our car and something, yeah. but it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, but then that's not like something like you said, where it's like, oh, that feels like that was like a left in thing of the script. This doesn't feel like it's from a different draft or anything. This is just some weird thought I've always had and I've yeah, never sure. been able to shake it. Yeah. When they get locked up and uh, they're, they're, this Mark character is in the cage next to them for a split second, I'm like, oh, I like this. This is funny. This feels a little like the. The guy in the prison cell in um, Life of Brian being like, you know, you lucky, lucky bastard and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Feels a little, the the his shtick is a little bit mighty bushy. He sounds and acts a little bit like a Bob Fossil character, but then it goes on too long. And, and it's a fucking- um, Is it Andy Dick? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Andy Dick and I don't find him particularly appealing. I think like you say, like it does seem like a kind of Bob Fossil character- yeah. If it was someone like a Rich Vulture doing it, I might just yeah. find it more endearing, like, without changing anything besides that. Mm. But Andy Dick's just never... No, no. And then again, the Animal Planet bit is cute, like, where he's recalling this shit from Animal Planet and that wins over the French guy and Pierre. <laughs> it wins over Pierre and they have this, like, kind of cute, uh, wholesome relationship. It's a, it's a little bit um holy grail as well, the question of like the oh, oh, SB uh, yeah, velocity it's, thing. It's, it's like, oh yeah, yeah no, it, it's you're right. It's like that one scene specifically has a lot of Monty Python in it for some reason. Yeah, yeah. But in a way that makes you go, oh, it's literally this thing from Monty Python. Not like, ah, oh, this is of the same caliber as yeah, Monty no, Python. No, no. You don't go like, oh, this feels like a kind of Zucker Brothers-esque. No, quality yeah. of humor. You go, this feels like they're just retelling a Monty Python joke, but they're losing the British charm of it, mm. not understanding what made it funny when they did it and not adapting it to be funny for an American style of humor. Just they're doing nothing with it. Uh-huh. Then finally things start to wrap up. They get the key. They go to, where is it? Space something or other. The Yeah. The center that they go to, the play, play, place. Said the name before and I fucking forgot it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. And it was the Rubik's cube the whole time. It was guys. the Rubik's cube the whole time, and we get a we get a bit of payoff for the pudding in the fridge. Yeah, Last it's a little bit of a pudding payoff, but it's not like again, it's not that funny. By this point in the movie, I go like, "That's neat, I guess," but I'm yeah. kind of resentful of anything I guess that I neat. find li- like likable about this movie at, mm-hmm. at this point. Um, I do like the kid beating him in air hockey. 
apparently <laughs> nine times up to this point. Like that's funny. Again, yeah. playing into that like kind of childish quality. Yeah, that's cute. When it finally cuts to the shot of just this like little like five, six-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't um, even look particularly like tough or mean. No, no. She looks like she's trying not to laugh. Yeah. Like she looks like a little kid just fucking extra. And then good God, that fucking morph sequence of the, the babes combining <laughs> wow, to make one cool. giant one giant babe. Oh my god. Again, there would be something there would be something really fucking funny about this if it seemed like it was self-aware. Mm. Like it didn't I don't know. Like, the movie didn't think it was funny for the wrong reasons. Well, the movie thinks it's funny because they're like, wow, that is one super hot giant alien, and it pauses and does the title yeah, card yeah. thing, but it's like, that's not that funny. No, no, and, I, and when I say the wrong reasons, I don't mean, like, a moral kind of thing. It's just like, I don't know, there's something about the way that this whole thing plays out, this this whole sequence plays out that's, like, uh, some kind a sense of irony Yeah, yeah. could have saved it, you know? They're, like, skirting around funny so hard. It's oh, it's tough. Oh, it's insane how they manage to definitely like, dodge. Oh, funny. you've written this scene, and there's there's a lot of potential for funny things to happen in this scene. But the thing that you're focusing in on seems to be something that you think is really really funny, but it's not that yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're focusing on the wrong the wrong aspect of this thing. Uh, also, we have Vor. The bully gets bored. That's true, he does. And then when he falls back out after she gets exploded, he's like covered in like custard. Is it supposed? To, is babe, it supposed to be the pudding? Slime. slime? I think it's babe Slop? slime. Uh, as I as my understanding of babes is that they are full of slime. Ah, yeah, interesting. <laughs> uh, you saw that on Animal Planet, did you? <laughs> hey, come on, they're people. <laughs> the um, focusing on the of, of, for the wrong things on the wrong reasons. I'm going to talk about the special effects of that giant, super hot giant alien because okay, it looks on. pretty decent. It, okay, sure. Of yeah, there, is, the there things, are some shots that look all right. There are some shots that look pretty good. They're like you know they the the perspective shots are kind of matched up well. Once she like gets out of the building and is walking about, it's like it doesn't look really garbagely green screened for like a movie no. from the two thousands. Yeah, Especially yeah. since I she's got, like, long, loose hair that's, like, flapping around. Mm, like, little yeah. hair f- oh, strands and hair stuff. Is, can, is a motherfucker. It's a motherfucker. So I'm like, huh, surprisingly decent special effects in this 2000 stoner comedy where none of the jokes hold up. Hmm, suspicious. Suspicious. I will say, tell you, a joke that holds up in that scene that I really like is when the space dudes, the, the keepers, have got the... Um, you know the thing, uh, the the MacGuffin, yeah, and they're go- they're about to activate it to like banish her, and they're like, "We will banish you to Hoboken, New Jersey." Jersey and, and they, they get it, like, away. <laughs> that's funny. That that feels Zucker Brothers as well, where it's like, you know, that the ultimate punishment is being sent to this very specific weird place. Yeah, yeah. And then the payoff of the the chimpanzee stick thing and the bendy straw, mm. like, mm. sure, okay, cool, sure. Yeah, again, it's it's like something that's kind of neat, but not. I don't like. Yeah, I kind of feel resentful for. Uh, yeah, by this point in the movie, I'm just waiting for it to wrap up, and I was so shitty to remember that they end the movie with my least favorite joke in the movie being yeah. the like dude sweet tattoo thing. It's like, oh no, and, come it, on. and it and it makes less sense for the girlfriends to be saying dude and sweet. Yeah, like yeah, for exactly. them saying it to each other, you can sort of understand why they're just they both just sound like they're you know exclaiming, exclaiming their it. excitement, but the girl saying it doesn't sound like that it just sounds like they're saying what's on the tattoo 
Yeah. I want to talk quickly about, so I don't know if we'll ever do this movie. Maybe we will. Go but on. what I found, I resented a lot. And so I think I maybe held this movie in a higher regard because there's, there's crap that like the evil bong movies that came after this, like you said, that sort of, that's what this spawns. And then there's other movies that came out after this that are quite a lot later and are kind of not taking the same style of comedy and changing, you know, sort of Bill and Tedding it sort of mm. thing. The Hangover. The Hangover okay. is just Dude Where's My Car. Right. Okay. It's just Dude Where's My Friend is The Hangover. They I, wake I mean, up I think- and they don't remember what's happened. Yeah. And they're like in Vegas and it's like, oh shit, the funny Asian man is, is yeah, like after yeah, sure. us because we owe him money. Oh, we went to the strip club and oh no, this man got married to a stripper. She doesn't have yeah. a dick, but he got married to her, <laughs> but he's already married. That's the problem. Uh, um, they, they leave the transsexual stripper joke for the second Hangover movie. <laughs> uh, talk about not blowing your load and and then also they're like where's our car oh it's at the impound we have to go to the impound oh wacky person at the impound's like oh no sorry it's already got we did, did this thing uh, yeah 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 it's it's just dude as my car like over beat for beat but with like a different slightly different kind of comedic style i resented the hangover way more for that, and I was like, yeah. Yo, dude, where's my, you, you, you dumb my boy dirty. My dude, where's my car boy dirty? And now I'm like, I don't know. I don't fucking care. They're both shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of The Hangover either. Yeah, I don't know. That, that might be one to revisit uh, in future. I was a maybe fan of The Hangover, but for a sh- much briefer period of time than I was for Dude, Where's My Car. Sure. Okay. I feel like Dude, Where's My Car lingered for like almost a decade in my okay. like psyche where- Hangover was yeah. like a year or two. And then like by the time I saw Hangover 2, I was like, all right, this is fucking bad. Yeah. You're sure. just doing all the same shit again. Okay. Last thing I want to, I want to, pe- last petty gripe I have with this movie that I want to end on. Okay. At least for my, for my take. I fucking hate the name of this movie, uh-huh. but I don't know what else you'd call it. And I wish I wasn't having this thought. I wish I wasn't. <laughs> I wish this, this thought was not taking up space in my brain. I don't know what else you'd call this fucking movie, but yeah, I just hate the name. Transsexual alien hookers from outer space. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I don't have a problem with the name. I think it kind of works. Yeah, sure. The, the, the fact that on the poster it's like a voice bubble coming out of his head. Oh saying, god, Dude, let's talk car? about the the poster real quick. Fucking- the the poster is the fucking like most. Like lowest common denominator <laughs> shit oh, I've so ever seen. Bad. Ashton Kutcher looking like a dumb shit. Like, Sean William Scott looking like the fucking Mad Magazine kid. The two girls like cro- folding their arms in the background, and then you've oh, got boys. two women in bikinis. Yeah, in the two background. of the strippers who, from the strip do club. They, do they appear in the movie? I don't know. It's that is literally just to entice little boys, and a funny little dog in the corner is looking up at him. That's Jackal. Fuck that's me. Jackal with the pot pot pie. I know that's Jackal. I watched the goddamn movie. I saw that dog smoke weed. And fucking come at me like that. All right, we. I think we've talked about this movie at this point longer than we talked about ET, which feels wrong. Yes. So let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Movie hasn't aged well, or like, but also on top of that. The majority, like 80% of the problem was the movie in the first place. Yes. I was I've, say a- it. I've aged better for <laughs> not liking the movie anymore. Yeah. You've grown as a human. That's I've good. I've grown as a person. 
Yeah. What uh, I yeah, used this... to uh, laugh at does not reflect the, the things that I laugh at now. <laughs> All of those things. Yes. No, this movie, in my, in my uh, not-so-humble opinion, this movie was never good, uh, but Crash Zoom on a Willy, you got me. <laughs> That's the problem with it's similar to, like, some of those Judd Tao that are kind of stoner comedy-ish, uh, SNL-ish. Yeah. Even your Austin Powers and stuff. There's, like... Little tiny snippets of bits where you're like, I love that bit. But yeah, a couple of little moments of funniness does not a good movie make. Like no, if that was yeah. like a video online video or something on YouTube. Yeah. You would be able yeah, to appreciate like it sketch. way more for just yeah. like a fucking sketch than yeah. literally what SNL does where it goes like, hey, that funny sketch. What if we made a 90 minute film out of that one sketch? Yeah. And you go, oh, geez, I wish you didn't. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did and uh, you'd like to share the podcast to a friend, we say that's we always say that's very helpful to, to help us grow, especially yeah. if it's a friend that you used to quote, dude, where's my car with? Uh, Absolutely. But if, but if you would like to, you know, chuck us a couple of dollars, potentially like a dollar and three cents or whatever to buy us a box of chocolates for the girlfriend's anniversary, you can do so <laughs> over at Patreon dot com forward slash rose tinted review and you can get access to a bunch of exclusive bonus content Woo! and maybe as connor um uh hinted out at the beginning of the episode <laughs> maybe funny racial stereotype voice Where will I be there them. yeah maybe yeah maybe you can get get exclusive cancelable offenses of connor doing <laughs> funny voices <laughs> who knows you'll have to you'll have to pay to find out Links to all of our social medias are in the description of the episode, as always. You can hit us up on any of those to answer our question of the episode. If you did quote this movie like a motherfucker to your friends, yeah. what was your, like, favourite thing to quote? What was your go-to line? Yeah. Next week, Connor, what are you feeling nostalgic for? Okay, now, I have been referring to this kind of movie, uh, all podcast, as a dum-dum duo uh-huh. movie. Uh-huh. I avoided using the more traditional phrase of dumb and dumber because that's oh. the movie I want to hit up oh on the back of this. Oh my god. All right. Yeah, I want to watch a, I want to watch a dumb dumb duo movie that I genuinely really fucking liked as a kid. Have not watched in recent years. Hope it's held up reasonably well. I have not watched this recently either and I did I did love this movie as a as a small child. Uh-huh. I think just before the eight, like just, just before, maybe a year or so before I saw Dude Where's My Car. So, yeah. Exciting. All right. Well, if you want to follow along at home like a book club, we always suggest watching the movie beforehand to get the maximum amount of context. And join us next time when we find out if our hindsight is truly 2020 or if we've just been wearing rose-tinted glasses. It is now my great pleasure to present to you our wise and powerful leader, Zoltan. Zoltan! Zoltan! Zoltan.